you don't have a lot of homework. Yeah, I, I want to say right up top, I did not do my homework this week. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I, I, I got like a little bit written, but it's not as much as I was hoping and it's not as much as I would like, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. It's like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all have other projects happening right now that oh, yeah. are like, you know, deadlines are coming up on. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess we should, you know, actually introduce the podcast before we just like roll into it, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess we should like do the uh, podcast. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hello and welcome to Behind the Locked Doors, a, uh, a some a, like a mildly excuse for us to just talk to each other. Got you know, housed under the guise of it being a podcast that we released to the world. Um, I mean, it does oftentimes actually do the thing it's supposed oh, to yeah. do, which is galvanize us yeah, to yeah. do our project. Absolutely um, did that for me. Yeah, it's one hundred percent successful. It's just for me this time it didn't, but I think <laughs> I almost think that we could have just like, yeah, I, I think we could have almost just like scheduled a conference call and not made it a project, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this that's makes fine. it fine. This makes us accountable, right? Um, anyway, I am yeah. Scott Paladin. I am writing a uh, werewolf audio drama called It Takes a Wolf. Uh, I'm Sam. Um, I'm doing As in West. Well, that's what I'm talking about usually during this show. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm Jack, and ostensibly I'm working on As in West. Didn't make a lot of headway this time, but that's that's what we're working on. <laughs> yeah, as depending on how much of ed- ed- how much of the pre-roll that editor Scott leaves in, you guys may have already heard, but not uh-huh. <laughs> none of us made a ton of project progress this time. Um, it's just that. Yeah, not on these projects. We're yeah. all working on other projects yeah. also, which is the thing. I don't remember. That's the, yeah, that's the real thing. I don't remember the yeah. the list of things that like everything on my list last week, but I think I got most <laughs> everything done. I just didn't good, do good, anything good, good. on As and West. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you've edited like basically all of Gospel of Judah, yes, which I have, is yeah, uh, I finished, an enormous yeah, amount. I finished of work. editing Gospel of Judah. I'm just doing levels now and for and I'm having a lot of trouble with individual people's recordings. Um more than half of the time that I've spent on Judah has been fixing individual <laughs> recordings. It might have been faster. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It might have been faster to have some of these actors re-record some of the lines, but they would be doing it oh. in the same setup that they recorded the first time. time. So I thought maybe I um, should just fix it. Sam, have you ever experimented with the um, the Adobe AI Enhance? Uh, a little. I I feel like now is not the time to learn a new tool. Um, I will eventually, yeah. but I I, well, I do pretty good with the stuff that I have, and I am going to probably get more into that eventually. <laughs> sure. I w- I was just gonna offer if you if you've already done all the like um um the timing cuts for uh for that for that stuff if you're having problem you if you export just a single track. I can run it through the enhance tool and then you can uh, you can what I've done it when I've used it in the last couple of times is rather than using the AI enhance tool, I put it under the regular track and then I cut out anything that needs to be that's problematic on the regular track. So it's like it's not you're not using the full AI enhance track, which which is not perfect by itself, mm-hmm. uh, but it allows you to sort of dip into it when you need it for certain things. That's um, I had a, I had an actor who like the entire their entire recording was just like i could hear the mic the entire time of them like banging on it <laughs> yep we got one and of those it was like, <laughs> and i was just like i can't i could go through and cut every single one of these out but i just to save myself the time i ran it through the the ai enhance tool and then i was using like the bottom half of the of the uh, i'd used a cutoff filter to get like everything below 400 hertz from mm-hmm. the ai cleaned up one and then everything above it was the regular one and that saved i literally was like 
the difference between an entire day of work or like 10 minutes of work. Yeah, yeah. Oh so if you if you wanted to do that, you could send me the file and I could send it back and you could play with it. It might save you some time. Yeah, I might I might send you one maybe. Um, sure. What I'm doing now is mostly just making it sound like everybody's in the same room. <laughs> that's that's really hard. <laughs> Yeah, it I'm really so is. sorry about the like various technical troubles. It's okay. That it's have okay. Come along with and I'm yeah. also not a professional editor. I just know how to edit. So if it's not perfect, yeah. I'm not going to stress too hard over it. So. Yeah, no. The there's also the thing of like, especially with audio editing, like once you have trained your ear as an audio editor to pick stuff up. You are now the one like within the top zero one percent of the world in terms of how good the audio has to be. And so like the standard That's that you true. hold yourself to is so much higher yeah. than the average user. No, I totally get that. That's though. true. Yeah. I, I yeah. just I my my one goal for the episode was every mm-hmm. every voice and every sound effect needed to sound like it was in the world. And so mm-hmm. I didn't I hate it when like you have a really good scene going and then somebody throws mm. in like a gunshot or a punch yeah. or something very simple but they haven't they haven't like tailored it to this the the space and so it just sort no, of like it's exactly. this yeah it's this gunshot that's just sort of in the ether that <laughs> doesn't sound like it's actually happening there <laughs> yeah um yeah 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 that that and that's just a matter of tweaking and yep. getting things uh, yep. to work in there and and then sometimes it's like the the way that the sound effects just are recorded sometimes is just like you, you it really is a matter of like it's baked into the waveform at this point and sometimes oh, you just right. can't make oh that sound gosh. work and so it just is a matter of going back to the like drawing board and getting a different thing that had been recorded slightly. yes like, th- fully, that, fully and that takes stone yeah yeah of course oh, i can't yeah. get like well I, I technically i could but i can't get the foley of a gunshot <laughs> so <laughs> gunshots are interesting because the, every time I've done them, it's 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 one of those reality is unrealistic moments where like the actual sound of a gunshot re- accurately recorded doesn't sound like people think it should sound because yeah. they've been trained yeah. by movies. It's not meaty right. enough. It's not big enough. And then also because we're squashing the dynamic range of um, volume, like it just can't be loud enough for like as loud oh, as it really yeah. should be. Yeah, so you have 100%. To, you have and to do it shouldn't all, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just can't <laughs> the be. There's like... Uh, yeah, it just it literally cannot be for for a myriad of technical reasons, um, including like it just wouldn't sound good. Uh, but that means you have to fake all of that with things yes. like adding extra heavy reverb on and like layering other sounds underneath it, big booms. And, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's it can be it's getting the getting stuff like that to sound right is such a nightmare. And sometimes it's just like uh, I remember the the sound of a taser was one that I had to look for a few seasons ago. And oh, yeah. an actual taser sound is not good enough. It doesn't sound... It, it just doesn't, doesn't sound doesn't like a lot right. like a taser. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't... And it also doesn't sound like people expect a, like electricity to sound. Mm-hmm. So I had to go find like the electricity sound that is used in all of the movies. And like... <laughs> But like it's not what real like no, sparking electricity sounds like at all. <laughs> Didn't it end up but being it, a Tesla coil or something? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's technically a Jacob's ladder. Is the oh one that, man. So if anybody else is looking for like what is the electricity sound? What I ended up searching for was Jacob's ladder, and I found the one that I was thinking of. That's perfect. Um, but it was such That's a pain. Awesome. Yeah, I got around Ever. a lot. I got around a lot by having the Judah 
all the weapon noises be semi-futuristic weapon noises. So mm-hmm. like I have a lot of like mm-hmm. and and a cool little <laughs> but mixed with a gun sound. So it's kind yeah. of oh, yeah, kind of fantasy sci-fi-esque sounding anyway. And so I think that sounds mm-hmm. a lot better than trying to make actual gunshots work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, and that makes sense because if you're in a space station, yeah, you don't want to use like regular slug yeah. throwers anyway because you'd be punching holes in your <laughs> station all yes. the time. There's really uh, I yeah, use that's... a lot a lot of stuff that I find is on Soundly because it's just easy to navigate mm-hmm. and um, I really like their like military esque sci fi weapon sounds. They they mm-hmm. have a pretty good selection. So yeah, um, it's all it's just I, I, I'm in the middle of of getting or no not in the middle. I think I'm I'm near I'm coming into the home stretch on finishing up Fable um with its editing i've got i think yeah, i've two... seen your spreadsheet you're not in the middle you're almost done <laughs> i got I've, I've got two that i'm still working two scenes that i'm still working on and one that i haven't started yet for sound design but everything else is pretty much in. i'm waiting on a couple of retakes uh, from some people mm-hmm. but like I, the writer scott just loves scenes where people just sit around and talk for seven minutes and <laughs> when i get to that and edit i'm like it's i'm like sitting there going like i could just like put some ambience into this and then not do anything but that feels <laughs> yeah. like that's not the maximalist effort that i normally put into these things <laughs> so like literally last night i was listening to you jack and talk to one of our other actors and i've got like this microphone aimed at my this chair like and i'm just sitting uh-huh. there like moving up and down a little bit to ma- 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 manufacture somebody <laughs> sitting in the chair noises yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like chair folly yeah basically little squeaks and, and just rustling and stuff and then putting in light in carefully yeah it's like because like there it, it does it does affect something you know it you can hear it it does change the tone of everything um mm. but it's like how do i make two people sitting there talking interesting yeah 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 there's also the therapist chair squeaks and- <laughs> yeah there's also <laughs> the when you have uh two or three people in a room talking mm-hmm. in real life there's so many yeah. sounds there's so much stuff going on and oh, i've yeah. been i've been sort of coming up against this wall with judah because like there are like seven people and they're walking through a space station and it's like okay so yeah. how realistic do you want it to be do you want every single footstep do you want every breath do you want every right. swish yeah. of their clothing and you have to kind of and it's like no because that would be like so crazy for your brain to try to process that would be terrible yeah, yeah, that'd be too much. Oh, yeah. So you have to choose, like, what are the important swipes of fabric? What are the important steps that need to be heard? So, yeah. and, you know, that's mm-hmm. audio drama. So well, it's like, been fun. It's also up. visual art. Like, yeah. if you're drawing a yeah. picture and you make it photorealistic and, like, every little, like, texture of every surface and every tiny detail is there, like, it doesn't actually look like you've represented mm-hmm. what you were trying mm-hmm. to say. You've yeah. just, like copied faithfully from life so there's a lot of talk in like when you go to art school of making decisions about which details to include and which ones to omit it's exactly the same cool by the way audience i already apologize to the to the uh to my co-host but like if you hear thumping and rattling i have a puppy playing with a uh, dog toy underneath my desk right now and that's the way to keep them distracted yeah yeah and we get to see him and you audience do not yeah y'all don't but we get to see him Oh my god. Yeah. He's, he's, he's so baby. Very cute. He's very baby. Um but yeah, so if you if if this episode is extra noisy, that's why. 
Well, yeah, and you may hear my wife on a work call in the next room because she yeah. works from home and has no way to control like when those <laughs> meetings are going to be. So, it's talking just about be a noisy episode, talking about what you do and don't do. This is the like this ep- this this show is about like maximizing reward to effort. So, like, we're not going <laughs> to yeah. put that much effort into it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I did have a thing that I had wanted to talk about previously uh, that, oh, I, that I uh, wanted to, to run past y'all because I've been thinking about it recently, which is I, the, the word I keep using in my head is blurboification, where like, yes, how do you turn a character into a blurbo for yourself or for other people? Um, mm-hmm. And if anybody is not familiar with the terminology, um, this comes from uh, <laughs> the Internet being what it is. Uh, the blurbos are characters that you uh, like are mildly obsessed with and that you're just going to keep thinking about all of the time. Um like, if you've ever heard the phrase like rotating this character in my head like a rotisserie chicken, yeah. like that's that's what a blurbo is. It's, like you can't stop thinking about them. They're just like spinning them around and looking at them from every angle in your brain. Yeah, and like that it's the it's the obsession that people have when they get like, oh, this character, I love this character. I want to imagine them like starting a small business, you know, like it's like where you like <laughs> you like cannot help yourself from like looking at them in different uh contexts and stuff. And one of the the I, I in my head, it's a really good, u- useful. You're not doing anything bad, are you? <laughs> Dog crimes. Yeah, Hold on, everyone. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's super useful as a writer to have your whoever you're writing about be a blurbo because then it's very easy to like come up with stuff about them. And mm. I have so, sometimes, like almost all of my breathing space characters. Like, if you ask me a question about like their lives and their lore, I can just like, oh yeah, here we go, and that. I will come up with something that I know I could build an entire episode off of because I am capable. Right. Like I have a, a clear enough idea, and I I will admit I have been struggling with the characters from It Takes a Wolf to sort of properly blurbify them in my head. To make, <laughs> okay, like sure. to make like I I I don't know what I'm doing, what I haven't done, or what I'm not doing, or what's missing yet for me to like because I can't tell you certain things about these characters' personal lives. I can't tell you, I can't imagine them starting a small business, you know. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what 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 part of the recipe am i missing um here and is it okay so i have a potential thought which is it might just be that you're still too like blurbo brained about um your breathing space characters for this season Mm -hmm. to fully put the like mental energy into blurboifying um (laughs) other characters sure like you might just you might your brain might just be too firmly in a different um setting at the moment to like it's possible um, I definitely am like I I've got the outline for a um, a sequel to some of my fable characters like ready to mm-hmm. go a, a whole, you know, four or five episode series about them. Um, yes. And, spoilers, everybody. <laughs> I don't know that, that there is an idea that exists as much of a spoiler, but like um, <laughs> I am like deliberately not working on it because I know that like the in, the the inner the energy is there. But I want to let I want to let that setting lie for a while. So like I'm deliberately like stopping myself from spending too much time thinking about it, despite the fact that like that's kind of where my brain is at at the moment. But I don't mm-hmm. want to just keep working in breathing space forever. I want I have other things I want to do, and this is one of them. I like consciously I'm like I want to work on this. Brain is like no no no. I want to chew on these other characters instead. You've, you've already got blurbos, and your brain wants to rotate them like a rotisserie. Yeah. Right um, I wonder if. I was I was also thinking about like part of it is that I have not given these chance these characters a chance to do anything outside of the given plot yet. Um, oh sure. Where like 
you need to write fan fiction of everything. <laughs> a little bit, or just like figure out figure out what is not relevant to the plot and give them those aspects as well. The, the like we, allow them a little bit to be weird, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking this: the it takes a wolf is taken uh, is inspired by and takes insp- uh, uh, elements from. Uh, Lucky Number Slevin, a movie I really love, Great and there's movie. a moment I need to watch that so movie. It's a good movie. I told Scott I would watch it. And yeah, I yeah. still have. I, I try. I started. I started Sahara. I have to get back to it. I got. I got okay, something interrupted nice. me in the woods. But we've. I, I we're on the deal. I will watch Sahara. You will watch. It's the uh, deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a moment in that where like it's just a you know it's a crime movie you know assassins and stuff like that and uh, people owing money each other and they want to kill each other. But there's a moment where like the main character and his romantic interest just spend like a couple of minutes geeking out about James Bond movies. Like, Aww, which and I'm so like, cute. it's such a it's like it has nothing to do with the plot at all, but it tells you a lot about both of them. And I'm like that. I think that might be what I'm missing is just like mm-hmm. where where else do they exist yet? Uh, and I so I, I'm, I'm going to have to like but but I was I'm, I'm definitely interested in y'all's ideas about how to get yourself excited about about these things. <laughs> have your uh, have your main character just not have any chance to get dressed and just walk around in a towel for the first couple episodes. I think it's really like Lucky Numbers. That's one of the reasons I like that movie. So, uh. <laughs> if, if you like Josh Hartnett, you're going to see a lot of Josh Hartnett in that movie. It's very, um, it's very weird. Reasons. I, I don't, I'm not like romantically interested in Josh Hartnett. I just really like him sure. a lot. It's very strange. I have a couple. He's- He's very charismatic. Yeah, I have a couple actors and actresses where it's like, no, I probably would not sleep with you, but like, could we like hang out? Could we like play video games together? And yeah, he's definitely one of those characters for me. But like the not having a chance to put on clothes for a very long time in that movie is amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's a, it is a good like it's a very good uh, visual indicator of create making making that guy seem out of his depth, yes. which is really good. Um, yeah, yeah, I, that's that that is a that is a clever thing that script does. Um, um, sure. Okay, I have another possible yeah. uh, exercise that you could do. Do you remember on Tumblr when there always used to be those like OC ask memes that would go around where it's like oh yeah numbers yeah. one through twenty five and it's just a random question about your yeah. character that like someone will send you a number and it'll be like you know um how does your character tie their shoelaces or what does your character put in their coffee in the morning like that type of yeah. shit you need to do one of those <laughs> yeah for all of your you're you're, you're not you're not wrong that's actually not that's not a bad idea at all um to just look for some places that gets because like man the number of the number of times that on breathing space somebody has asked some innocuous question and it has right. led to like <laughs> seven pages of of world building and lore coming out of my head um that's that's exactly the same kind of, of deal there. You just got to like brute force it and like outsource it if need be. Well, yeah. And like get um, uh, get questions asked to you by someone who's not you because yeah. people will think of stuff that you won't think of in mm-hmm. terms of like little character details that they want to know. But yeah. you're like, oh, I never even would have think, thought of that. On or, or world details, too. This like, yeah, I I. I, I have been because of genre reasons i have been steering away from world building so far which is dumb because that's my favorite thing to do so why would i not mm. do it i mean I'm, i feel like i'm good at it so like why have i not been doing it i need to i need to like you're not allowed to eat <laughs> scott <laughs> he keeps just getting up he's doing crimes sorry puppy. i love it i'm sorry i just hear rustling plastic from the other side of the room and it's like no yeah he's like don't eat that plastic please don't eat that plastic <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah so like finding reasons to explore 
world building is probably a good idea as well. Um, mm-hmm. Even if I'm not necessarily going to use it, having it in the back pocket is always fun. I don't know my, I might be able to use it. Who knows? Yeah. This is Who this knows? is not going to help you at all. But um, I'm saying this sure. in, in like solidarity. <laughs> uh, um, my first book that I put out like last year, maybe maybe a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, I made pretty much everybody. Congrats, by huh? The way. I said congrats. Oh. By the way. <laughs> it was, Big achievement. Uh, yeah, I, I did it a serial release. So like every, I did a chapter mm-hmm. every week. Um, Anyway, uh, I sort of made Blorbos out of all of those characters. And um, mm-hmm. just so everybody knows, uh, I'm trying to be transparent here. I had to look up what the word Blorbo meant a couple weeks ago when everybody was talking about it. <laughs> I was fine. like, oh, my God, I'm officially old. I have no idea what these children are talking about. I don't know. What <laughs> I have no idea. It has nothing to do with age. It's entirely to do with what part of online <laughs> yeah. culture you have. Yeah, well, which like, internet are you I, on? I, yeah. I have experienced it several times. Uh, like, I just didn't know yeah. what, what people were calling it. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so the first book, uh, I made everybody a Blorbo, and I loved them very much. And then... Um, I have the whole <laughs> series like planned. I have all four books, like mm-hmm. not not like outlined or anything, because I don't do outlines. Um, but I have the basic <laughs> idea of what's happening in each book and like where all the important story points are. And I sat down to write the second book a couple months after I finished the first one, and it just wouldn't come because I could not get the I guess the blorbos out of my head from the first one. And I was like, I don't mm. care as much about these characters because I want to just get to the part with these other characters that I like so much. And so what Jack was mm. saying earlier really rang true for me. I could not write that second book when I was still so engrossed in the first one. And I like, mm-hmm. I had to take a step back and I put my Patreon on pause because I didn't want people to be paying for, you know, me not writing. And um, sure. like, I had to just kind of step away from it. And then um, I went back to it a couple like weeks ago, like really recently. And now, the drive is more like, okay, I got this cool character and I got this other cool character and they're eventually going to kiss and it's going to be great. And I'm excited about mm-hmm. that. And I also, as like a bonus, have these other Blorbos from the other book. Um, mm-hmm. So again, th- n- a little yeah. So nothing that I have said just now is going to help you at all. I'm just saying that I no, totally no. understand. <laughs> I totally <laughs> I understand it. what Jack was talking no. about where I, I just couldn't get yeah. into the new Blorbos without, you know, getting out of the old blorbos man that's a sentence that's very strange i never thought i'd say that but <laughs> it's real yeah though. it's yeah. very real i was yeah, yeah. my my blorbo for probably pff, i don't know what year is it 24 I, my blorbo for like 10 years was um the winter soldier and like mm. ev- oh, everything sure. was bucky for me like i had all the merch mm. i had all the clothes uh like i wear captain america or winter soldier stuff all the time um Mm-hmm. And like I just couldn't get in. Not to like poke else. very gentle. Fun. <laughs> not to poke the gentlest ever fun at you, Sam. But you are not the only transmasculine person I know who has that specific. Oh, oh yeah, no, I I am very aware of that. It's very strange. I have <laughs> I have gone the gambit of like what every you know well okay not every but like what like ninety percent of the, the transgender community. I did yeah. homestuck and I got into stucky. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I think my blurbo before. Bucky was a character from Homestuck. So, I mean, yeah, I'm very, you're so valid. (laughs) You walk on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, like it's, it's interesting to me, the, like the way certain characters hit certain communities like that, like, you know, Mm -hmm. the, uh, 
I, because I, even I, as as the, as not tapped into it as y'all are like, knew the sort of like kind of got the vibe from the, the winter soldier community. I'm like, there are, there's a lot more like (laughs) trans in there. Yeah. Like it's like in there specific. Yeah. It's like, that's interesting to me. I, I, from my perspective, I have no fucking clue why. That's fine. Not, not my deal. Uh, I'm not sure that they understand it either. But that's it's super fascinating to me when. But it's real. Yeah. yeah, it's real. Well, I mean, it's so it's oh, so, so queer coded. That whole story is so queer coded. I don't care what any, yeah, any I don't care what anybody at Marvel Studios deeply. says. It's very very queer coded. It's 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 beautiful to watch. And even if you don't queer code it, it's a beautiful friendship and it's a wonderful story. Mm-hmm. And then I, there's also the military aspect on top of it for me. And so mm-hmm. I don't know. There was just so many things that I could take out. Out of it and I, I'm also kind of a not a health nut but I love exercising and working out and um mm-hmm. like being fit so you know it fits with um like the Captain America aesthetic I guess um yeah sure and I love cosplay <laughs> and I love um I, I've always wanted to I've I've done a lot of Marvel stuff but I've never had like the uh the, the courage to do Bucky because you have to do that metal arm and there's like it's mm, really yeah. hard because you either have an arm that is completely covered in metal or you have one that moves and it looks like crap and it's really hard to you know get that particular aspect of it down but the, yeah the movie cro- crops are uh or movie props not crops um are uh like they're actually vinyl like they and then they've they've gotten a mirror finish on the vinyl yep. with a with like a spray technique which is yep. fucking bonkers to me like it's they, crazy the, it's, the, it's the, the top part of his yeah. arm and then the forearm and they leave his elbow with like a green um like that mm-hmm. green screen but like it's a sleeve and then they go in and oh, yeah. cgi the elbow that's how hard it is to actually Whoa. do a like a moving part it for that looks like yeah. metal that's bonkers yeah, yeah i do know a transmasculine person who has had the metal arm tattooed on their arm for oh, like shoulder yeah to i thought about doing that sick, i thought about but... doing that but i already have i already have a sleeve on that arm so i couldn't do ah, it shit. but i have but i have an idea for a half winter soldier half um, Captain America shield that I'm gonna probably have mm. on the side of my body oh, cool. someday. Sick. Okay. Sick. Um, yeah, I'm, it's one of those things where if you could, it, looking at stuff like that is is useful. It's fun also, just because you know people mm-hmm. love characters and I love fandoms. Uh, but also, like, if you're trying to uh, engender a particular audience, understanding what they connect to can also be possibly useful. Um, so I'm not sure. If that's useful, it's something I will be thinking about. Um, I don't know how deliberate. I, I have all these high-minded ideas for this fucking project, and I probably need to just like let all of that go and let it be its own stupid thing, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think like maybe the best goal I could have is that um, I want it to be the kind of project where somebody there's a there's one fucking raw ass quote line that people will like throw around, and then they'll be like, "Wait, that's from the horny werewolf." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's my goal. I think if I could do that, I would be really pleased. That's a great That's goal. A fantastic goal. I love it. Well, well, we got started a little bit late, so, so I do need to uh, let y'all go um, so that I can yeah, get you back to, go to back work. To work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let this puppy off my lap. Sorry, buddy. No, no. <laughs> uh, Bye, Rick. He's not actually a lap dog. He doesn't really like laps. <laughs> he will He will suffer. He's a little a bigger than a standard lap size. Yeah, it's like dog. a lap and a half. Um, yeah. Okay, so, but let's let's do our, our outro thing where we figure out what we're sort of planning for the next couple of weeks. So do y'all want to set yourself some goals? Mm-hmm. Always. 
I should do my last time's homework, which was um, do some brainstorming for episodes three and four. Mm-hmm. But I'm also trying to help Sam, like, gather up all of the stuff we still need for Breathing Space. So yeah. I'll still be working on that also. But, you know. I... <laughs> um... <laughs> I... It's fine if your goal is also still do all the other shit that's on your yeah. plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fine. I, you know, it's not, it wasn't, it. what are your goals? It's, do you want to set goals? Yeah, yeah. Time? No, <laughs> I, I always have to have goals. So I'm, I made my goal of technically finishing uh, Judah, um, mm-hmm. but there's still a bunch of levels stuff that I got to fix. I could p- compile it together and, and send it off to you, though, Jack. So I might do that. Um, and then <laughs> I guess I have to start working on this thing uh, which i i guess is not going to be as hard as i thought because part of it's already done because it, of judah yeah <laughs> like yeah there's a whole section in the middle that's just the same stuff from judah again but without the mind yeah process. yeah so, <laughs> so that's that's kind of nice. some of your work's done yeah already. <laughs> and i already have all of my sound effects compiled i have opening and closing yeah. doors and guns and all that kind of yeah, stuff so that helps a lot. i don't have to do that again so i guess maybe this thing will be a lot easier and then I think it's going to go way faster. Yes. Way and then I have um, Comic-Con coming up next weekend. And mm-hmm. um, I guess one of my big goals needs to be getting my kids cosplays ready because my little one <laughs> is going to be Hermione from Harry Potter because she's just, just like last week, watched all the movies. So now she knows Harry Potter oh, wow. and she's going to be Hermione. Mm-hmm. And we got her a uh, little Hermione costume but the it's the the cloak is too long so i have to hem that (laughs) and then um oz is being somebody from Fortnite, and i don't know their name and um (laughs) i have to take in i have to take such a parent moment yeah Yeah, uh it's like the only video game i don't play um but i have to take in that so so i got to do cosplays (laughs) so i have to finish cosplays for next week that's that's a goal i have to um finalize judah um, I have to not like get so nervous that I puke because um, uh, In Better Light is coming out premiering next week. That's making me crazy. That's gonna be it's awesome. Making me crazy. I'm so excited to hear it. Uh, <laughs> Don't be so crazy. No, it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then start this thing, and 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 uh, I have another uh, audiobook <laughs> and that I have to have done by the end of the month. And, Yay! And, and. Yay! Okay. Sam's always doing. I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, just, just the most ever. Um, <laughs> I, my, I, the, the specific goals I'm gonna, I'm gonna verbalize now. I'm going to be done with Fable by the time we talk again. Yay! Um, Hell yes. I, I, it's That's a, so exciting. Depending on how people get done, uh, uh, get me those, those retakes. It, sh- it might be done this weekend. Um, I'm, I'm really awesome. not that far. Um, Sick. And the thing that both is exciting and frightening is that I think it's kind of the last thing I'm doing for Breathing Space. Um, wow. So, uh, that maybe be... finale stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we haven't. God, we haven't even really been talking about that. Um, and I'll admit that we I haven't weren't been... gonna until March. It's all good. We have yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but with that off my plate, I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, maybe that'll, maybe that'll make some mental room for me to uh, to work on this other stuff. But yeah. The, yeah. the scary thing is, what if it doesn't? What if it just turns out that my brain's broken? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's always fun. Um, but I, so I'm gonna get. I will get Fable done, um, and then. I think I'm going to take a step back from this episode too, which is, which I've, I've, like I said, I've been struggling with to actually get stuff done. Um, and I'm going to maybe 
I don't know if I'm going to jump ahead or if I'm going to just write something that I don't know what its plan is. I'm just going to start trying to bang some of these characters together like Barbie dolls. And just do some Tumblr memes. I really mean I, that's, a, <laughs> that's a really good idea. I think I, that's a legit good idea. And I and I'm going to do that. But I think I'm also I, I sometimes work things out by having characters talk to each other. And so um, yeah, I think I'm yeah. also going to like specifically give myself permission to like step back and be like i'm not you like i'm gonna write a thing i'm not gonna use it necessarily it's not you need some free writing yeah it yeah. just it doesn't like it's not a plan i'll it's fan fiction for my own shit right like let's just do a mm-hmm, let's do mm-hmm. a coffee shop au or something like that just to get these characters yes. a little bit because that the i need to generate some stuff that's not tied up with a with this main idea of what the plot is i just mm-hmm. need to like let these characters breathe a bit and that will maybe hopefully get my juices flowing a bit so yeah that's my plan. totally not i don't have to get if i get nothing done in the actual episode between the, now and then that's fine um i'm just gonna you have learned a lot i'm hoping to just yeah figure some stuff out okay useful. well it's lovely talking with you guys as always and we will catch y'all uh, and the audience again in like two weeks so bye bye everybody right thank you for joining us for behind the locked doors a library of cursed knowledge production podcast thing i don't know if you are interested in any of these projects, you can head over to library.horse, which will eventually redirect to a web page once I make it, you know. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash cursed knowledge. See y'all next week. No, wait, see y'all in two weeks.